With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. This is Bark After Dark. You're watching this after dark. We are barking in the daylight. We are uh, we are recording this. Most of our shows, if you're new, uh, are, are live. This one is not because we have a pre-recorded interview that we got just uh, right after uh, our man Nate Frazier committed to Georgia. Um, big Nate Frazier fan after that interview, Ruth. Big Nate Frazier fan. I was a big Nate Frazier fan prior to the interview. I'm well, a bigger, I like this game. I'm a bigger Nate Frazier fan now, absolutely, though. No question about it, man. Um, yeah, just uh, a tremendous interview. I, I think folks will really get a kick out of kind of getting to know him more as a person. Um, hearing his thoughts, um, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, a lot of these Georgia commits in this class, uh, just uh, Jeremy Johnson wrote it up. They seem like good dudes, man. They seem they seem sharp. They seem easygoing. They seem uh, – really focused on football and, um, you know, that uh, just kind of uh, there's a bit of a, a, you know, I mean, obviously they're young, but there's a, there's a bit of a, a childlike wonderment about them too, that they're like, Hey man, this is cool. You know? And I, I appreciate that about guys, you know, a lot of them don't have the, uh, the big head, so to speak, I guess. And so often this, um, this phrase I'm about to use is used in a derogatory sense, negative connotation, but, uh, drinking the Kool-Aid, they, they're drinking it hard at Georgia. And, and I mean that in a good way. Like they are very much um, – a lot of these guys we've talked to are very much in love with Georgia. They're very much in love with the way they were recruited and the way the coaches approach them. Nate Frazier has some incredibly glowing things to say about the University of Georgia, Kirby Smart, Dale McGee, um, and uh, we're excited that we get to bring that to you. Um, <laughs> I didn't know – how we were going to bring it to him, though. It was almost a, a Jake Roos, Palmer Toms step-in situation. Uh, a a uh, monsoon sweeps through uh, uh, the Athens area yesterday. Well, My power. Your weekly monsoon at this point. Yeah. Well, weekly monsoon, but here's the deal. My power went out. All right, so, all right, cool. Power goes out. But um, my power went out in the middle of a 94-degree day uh, for an hour and a half the other day when the sun was out and there wasn't any wind blowing. So, uh, Jackson EMC, get get yourself together. A little, little segment there with Chris Childers and uh, Rick Neuhaus on XM Radio. Uh, I believe he uh, Rick Neuhaus calls back to one of his former coaches and who used to say, get yourself together. Um, get it together, Jackson EMC. This, this grid is very weak. Um, we, need to, uh, we need to get it. I wish I could do like a Donald Trump impression is this script is very weak uh that was like donald trump barack obama mixed together or something but, uh, uh just 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 it's it's terrible it's terrible and uh but it goes out so my power goes out 
And uh, I are just, there, I mean, are there a lot of trees? Is there any reason this should be happening? I don't know, man. I don't know. I live out, <laughs> my, I live out in the sticks, dude. I live off Jefferson River Road. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm telling you, it's, it's out here. Um, I, I really don't know what it is, to be honest with you. But it, honestly, it wasn't any better when I lived in, in Barrow County because I was still on Jackson EMC. And uh, when, when it came a snowstorm not too long ago, um, or a few years ago, power went out and it was out for like a like seven days. It was outrageous. Like everybody else was like, it was like six houses left out on on Jackson <laughs> and it was minus one, one of them. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it played so much Monopoly. Uh, but uh, yeah, so power goes out. I hit the road. I'm like, man, I got to go find somewhere to do this, you know. So I go to some friends' house. Shout out Becky and Chris Irvin. Um, uh, I go to their house and uh, I start trying to find somewhere to set up. And I'm like, oh, oh, this closet, this closet's well insulated. You can't, you know, we I t- brought the kids because they've got kids our age. We vacation with them every year, and uh, um, uh, so oh, yeah, you know, a built-in babysitter too, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Here, watch my, my children. Wife, my wife went too. My wife oh, okay. went. <laughs> but uh, so four kids, you know, four kids, eight and younger, so they're making some some hella noise. I go into the closet and, you know, we sit down. Nate's waiting there. I'm trying to figure out a place to go. We sit there. I flip my screen on. I start looking and I look behind me and I'm like, it is it is blatantly obvious that I am in somebody's closet right now. I <laughs> like, know you saw my face. I know yeah. you saw me when you opened it up. I was like, I was trying to keep it professional because Nate was already on the stream and I didn't want to just start laughing and be like, what the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> But I just had to roll with it. I'll dude. tell you what I was doing the best I could. Yeah, okay? no the question. Absolute best I could. <laughs> I am clearly in somebody's closet. There's scarves and belts hanging on the door behind me, a bucket hat. There's houses <laughs> and everything else. I mean, it's just it's blatantly obvious. So I I go ahead and stall us for about three more minutes while I get a virtual background up. So that's what you'll see. You'll see a little dogs HQ virtual background uh behind me in the video. But uh incredible incredible experience uh and and you know roos was obviously hitting us up in the uh, group chat um our dogs hq group chat <laughs> live from my friend's closet jake wrote <laughs> so uh um it was it was it made for a classic moment i i'm glad we got to talk the inside baseball of it because like i said man i it was one of those things once the interview gets started you won't notice it maybe but when it first got going i was like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to keep it together throughout this yeah. i'm gonna have to pretend i'm gonna have to pretend like this guy's somewhere he's not i knew immediately that this wasn't gonna fly i was like i can't do this, <laughs> I can't do this. like our, our dudes our dudes normally in the comments will be absolutely roasting me um yeah. i'm not sure who who is it that normally gives you crap about your uh about your microwave. Oh, everybody, everybody gives me shit about the microwave mess. I mean, yeah, there's somebody specifically though that gets tomahawk dog. I think. Yeah, yeah, I believe you're right. I believe it's old mm-hmm. tomahawk dog that gives you uh, gives you crap about that. But God, it's so funny, and um, you know, I I knew like I saw it, and and the funny thing was is I felt your reaction on the inside, like I knew how funny it looked, um, yeah. because it was it was one of those things like, oh, where is he at? Okay, whatever. No, it was it was there. There was, like, there was no denying. You said I'm going to a friend's house, and your camera turned. Out, I was like, "This is the studio now. This is where yeah. I found to put myself." To I tried a couple different places, but it was just uh, there wasn't it wasn't well lighted enough. I didn't have my ring, uh, my ring light that I could bring. But uh, anyway, 
Uh, listen, I'm not a, a master in transition like Wes Blankenship of the Georgia show is. So I'm just going to jump into our new sponsor. We're excited about this new sponsor, GameTime.co. That's .co, not .com, .co, GameTime.co. It's a, uh, listen, this is last second ticket apps, dime a dozen, right? Not GameTime.co. Stress-free. This is the one thing. Like, I am always looking for tickets. I'm always kind of perusing around for tickets because I want to take my family to, like, live sporting events. I love taking them to Braves games. Um they're tough, man. I mean, you know, I'm not going to mention any of them by name, but there are a lot of them out there and they make it tough on you. Whether you don't know when you're going to get your tickets, you don't know how expensive it's going to be. You don't know what's going to be available there at the last minute. None of that is a problem at gametime.co. Uh, they have flash deals. They have last minute ticket deals. You know, you sometimes when you want to look there 20 minutes, 30 minutes before the event, maybe you're in the area and you're like, you see a deal and, and, it should be marked down. I mean, listen, you're 20 minutes before. These things probably aren't going to sell. Well, GameTime.co allows you to do that. GameTime, flash deals, like I said, last-minute deals. It's easy to find and buy new tickets for every type of event. That's the thing. It's, like, it's not just sporting events. It's all across the board. It is your it is your place for the last-second ticket deals. And, uh, listen, you have to don't have to worry about planning months and months and months in advance. They specialize in making sure they've got you covered whether you're on a whim or whether you wait and, and try to find the deal uh, there late. It's the fastest growing ticket app for a reason. All right. They are flying up the boards right now. And it's because of the stress-free last second. Anytime you want to go, they're able to kind of figure it out for you. And that's awesome. So snag the tickets without the stress, download the game time app, create an account, use the code dogs, D A W G S dogs, for $20 off your first order. And it, listen, $20 off, that's pretty significant on the first order. Uh, that's, you know, you get at least one, give them a try and you get at least one really good deal out of it. So gang, download the Game Time app today. Get your last minute tickets, get them at the lowest price. And that's a guarantee. Let's move into this interview here with our man, Nate Frazier. Hey, Roos, Georgia just landed a big-timer. Uh, Nate Frazier, we've talked about this guy over and over and over again about how impressive um, he is on film. And uh, listen, man, uh, I can't say enough about it. And what's cool is we, we've got him on here pretty quick. Nate's been kind enough to join us. Um, Nate, uh, listen, I think Josh asked you when you knew, and you said you know, that first visit to Georgia – was there anything, digging a little bit deeper, was there anything specifically in that first visit that really kind of just blew you away? Uh, yes, sir. Um, with a high-level school like Georgia, you would think, like, the way people act around there is very Hollywood and, like, there's no showing love to the kids. But that was a complete opposite. Like, Coach Smart, he changed that uh, perspective of me, seeing how he acted around his kids. He treats them like family. So uh, just seeing how he loves on them, that was that was something big for me because I want something deeper than football, and you can tell it was like that at Georgia. You know, you mentioned uh, Nate, also uh, Del McGee, and the role that he played, and and you know seeing him in action, being around him, you know seeing what kind of coach and what kind of man he was. You know, can you just speak to that and and how far he's been able to uh, continue to push Georgia as uh, you know one of the preeminent places in college football for uh, running backs to attend. 
Uh, if you take his history over the nine years, Coach McGee's been there. He's been doing the same thing, getting uh, kids to the draft every single year, developing them to be the best in the country at the University of Georgia. So that was something that was big for me. Um, I can tell that him being as a coach, he loves being at that college. So I think he would not go nowhere. So that was something big for me as well. Um, Development-wise, man, um, you've seen it yourself. He's got Swift in there last year. He just put Kenny Megan Sausage in the lead. Uh, he has Nick Chubb, which is probably the highest-rated running back in the uh, country right now. So that was that was big for me. So talk to me about this photo that's on the screen right here. Um, you know, Chauncey Bowens, you know, I mean, first of all, that's – I mean, I don't know, man. That's pretty that, – that's some, like, John Wick-looking stuff right there. That's, that's <laughs> Del McGee looking like a godfather. Exactly. Um, what, what was it – did you and Chauncey hit it off? Like, what, what is it about kind of this relationship here and, and you joining a class with two running backs already in it, man? Oh, well, um, man, you said it right there. He Coach McGee do look like the godfather. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was there when Chauncey committed. Um, a lot of people – I feel like a lot of people was expecting that he was going to flip. And I can tell just, like, the level of joy he had when he was on that campus. He was going to flip. So, uh, man, uh, relationship-wise, when I was there with Chauncey, Chauncey's a great kid, man. He's a great kid. He has a good head on his shoulders. So, um, I really felt that it was a place to be. And I know me being there with him, we're going to compete a lot and make each other better. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that competitive aspect of things for you, Nate. Uh, you mentioned that into some, in some earlier interviews as well. You know, how important was that to be at a place that was going to challenge you, that was going to have similarly talented guys, guys that were going to be competing for it? And, you know, uh, to use Kirby Smart's word, that you were going to just kind of have to eat off the floor to uh, get what you got, man. It was very important to me because, like, if you're not going, if you're not in a running back room where there's no competition, you're not really as hungry as much. Like, I always say, my brother, man, JD, we we always push each other to be the best. We always own each other, so that's what I was looking for, and I can I feel that it would be like that with me, Dwight, and Chauncey. So, uh, one of the things that we've we've been discussing a lot is this change in recruitment, where um, you know Georgia just got a couple kids from Texas here recently. They didn't really consider the home state schools all that much. You're from California, Georgia. Meanwhile, the state of Georgia, you've got kids going to different places. Why do you think that is as, as somebody who's kind of lived recruiting and, and things of that nature? Why do you think it is that, that guys like you are coming cross country to play at Georgia now, as opposed to staying home and staying at USC and vice versa, George, guys are leaving Georgia to go play other places. What's, what's the reasoning behind that? Or at least yours. Honestly, for me, my reason, man, um, I just wanted to get away. I felt like if I would have stayed out here, I just I would have been distracted. You know, I wanted to go out into the world and see different things, you know. So that was big for me. Honestly, for other kids, I just feel like they feel the same too. Like they want to get away. They want to get away going to a new life, you know. So just going to college is a big thing. That's a major thing in your life. So I just felt like they wanted to get away. You've been in this recruiting game for a while now, and uh, now that things are kind of settled for you, Nate, uh, you know, you're going to put that recruiter hat on, I guess, you know, try to get maybe some guys to join up with you. You got any guys you're going to be working on? I mean, Georgia's already got that offer in for JD. I know that uh, they're working on Aiden pretty hard, too. Uh, you know, what are you telling those guys? If, if I'm those guys and I'm getting the pitch from Nate Frazier, what's he telling me to why to come? I'm going to try to get the whole squad to come, man. They know what Georgia's like. They visited them plenty of times. They visited Georgia more than I did, so they know what it's like, man. I'm going to try to get them up there for sure. I'm going to be the next recruiter, you know, like Dylan be doing to me. So, yeah, I'm going to do it. 
Now, listen, uh, I don't know if you've seen this offensive line class a whole lot about it uh, from, from Georgia's perspective. Are you saving your money now to go ahead and take those guys out for a minute? I mean, it's going to take some saving up <laughs> to feed those dudes, you know? I got to pay them every night, man. It's crazy. They average. They say the average line over there is at least like 6'6 six, six to 6'8 six, to like 320 pounds. So, you know, if we get in touch, it's a problem. <laughs> nah, but, yeah, so, nah, that's that, – they line is crazy, man, especially for the 24 class. How big Tell of a selling a point bit. was that for you? Uh, yeah. Sorry, Bruce. I mean, how big of a oh, selling point was that for you for Georgia? Uh, you know, they, they had that they had that just blistering hot run yes, of offensive linemen last month, uh, about a month ago now. And uh, was that a selling point for you? Did the coaches talk about it? Did you notice it? What, what were your feelings in seeing it? Oh, that that was big. Um, Coach McGee, Coach Smart, and all the coaches, they told me it was going to be like that. Like, I was just seeing week after week after week, four-star uh, lineman commit, five-star lineman commit. And that's big to me because that, uh, that plays big in keeping your body healthy, you know? So, not, and like how the game is going now, you know, it's, it's really important to keep your body healthy, especially with the position that I play. You know, people are going to be wondering now, Nate, uh, what what the future holds. You know, are you a guy? Is this is this kind of completely shut down? I know you got an OV plan to Georgia this fall, but are you going to get out, and take some other trips, or uh, is this uh, we're not answering the phone anymore kind of thing? Honestly, I'm I'm a humble kid, so not answering the phone is doesn't play a part for me. You know, so um, really, I'm locked in, really just focused on the season, trying to win a national championship for my senior season, and that's really what I'm mainly focused on. And can you tell us a little bit about you? No, can you tell us a little bit about you away from the game of football, man? So much is made about, you know, Nate Frazier, the football player. You're tremendous. You're tremendous at that. But there's more to every guy, right? I mean, what are you going to do? What do you do away from the football field? How do you like to spend your time? You know, what's a, you know, tell us a little bit about your personality as well, man. Um, How can I say this? Uh, I I feel like um, I don't know how to answer that question, but. I just be at home, man. Like I, I don't know where I'm not like a type of party kid. So uh, my personality wise, I, I just be at home and try to study the game of football as much as possible. I know you said away from football, but I feel like football is it plays an important role to me. So I'm always on it, you know. So I can't really answer that question for you if I'm being honest. No, sure. From from the academic side, what are your plans as far as a degree and and program and stuff? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to do sports communication out there at the University of Georgia. And I know um, it's very hard to get into the University of Georgia. So that that pay, that made a, a, that um that was a lot. That was big for me, knowing that their school is hard academic wise and they're on it. So that was big for me. So I plan to get my uh, do sports communication and yeah, get them do engineering. Now, I assume there's about to be a party or, or a celebration of some sort. Um <laughs> Listen, we like this show on this show. We talk about eating a lot. We like we love to talk about how much we like to eat. What, what's what's on the menu? What's on your ideal menu? If you got to make it up, what's what does Nate Frazier love to grub on? Man, BJ's. I just want a steak and some mashed potatoes. That'll do it for me. <laughs> nice. Hey, we, yeah, we're, yeah, gonna, we're gonna get a steak. We're gonna get a steak in tonight. You think? Probably. Yes, sir. <laughs> what's your favorite cut? What's your favorite cut of meat? Um. Your sirloin guy, ribeye, filet. I'd probably say a ribeye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I like you a lot. I'm, dude. You are like you rising up my power rankings quick, dude. You are you are soaring up in power rankings. Thank you, hey, Nate. Nate, we don't want to keep you too much longer, man. Uh, just got one last thing here for you, man. What do you want to tell Georgia fans, man? What's the message to the Georgia faithful out there, Bulldog Nation? Uh, you know, tell us uh, what, what you're bringing to the table, what they can expect out of Nate Frazier, um, and uh, just send some words of love to those guys. 
I just want to say thank them for all the support that has been giving me. Uh, it is nonstop on Twitter, on Instagram. They have been giving me the a lot of support. I just want to say thank you to them. Um, I'm just gonna come in and work my work work hard, and you know, keep the running back tradition alive at Georgia. Uh, my last question for you is this: It's more from an informational perspective. You said when you come in, when's that going to be? Is it are you a, are you going to be an early guy? Or are you going to be later on? How how's that work for you? No, no, sir. I'll be coming in around uh, June of next year, so I'm going to okay. do my full year of high school. Gotcha. Are, are you going to run track your senior year? Do you have any other sports you're going to be involved in? I got to, man. I got to. I'm trying to be as fast <laughs> as possible. <laughs> okay. One, just one more thing, then. What's what's your best 100 time? Practice or or uh, or competitive? What's the what's the best you've ever posted? Uh, last year it was a 10.58, but this year I'm trying to go for a 10.3. I almost had it last year, but I got to get 10.3, 10.2 this year. Ooh. Oh, man. That's, you, that's you blistering and, fast. You, you, and Dwight and, you and Dwight and Chauncey about to be duking it out, man. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Hey, awesome. dude, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. So y'all go have a lot of fun. And, and you know, to uh, to your folks there, we really appreciate y'all being on. And, um, you know, congratulations, dude. It's a big day, and uh, we're happy for you. Thank you, sir. I Congrats. appreciate it. All right, man. Take care. Thank you. Hey, great kid, man. Great kid. Yeah, that was Impressive awesome. Kid. Yeah, that was great. A lot, lot for Georgia fans to be excited about. I mean, just from a personality standpoint. And then you go turn the tape on, man. And good lord, I mean, there's a lot. There's just pretty much any aspect that you could uh, you could really appreciate about a running back. And hey, man, huge credit to Del McGee. What a what a key role he's played in this, and what a tremendous class he's helped Georgia put together in this 2024 cycle. When it comes to running back, they needed it, but he was able to deliver. Checked off some big time boxes, and uh, since this is kind of a pre recorded interview, I don't even know how to end it. So, in terms of bark out, Drew bark after dark fashion, let's just go back to ourselves talking here and just finish <laughs> up the show. All right, all right. Enjoy your neighbor's closet. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, I don't know. Coming back in after that interview is going to be about as awkward as it was ending it. Uh, uh, I had no idea what I was doing there. Yeah, Nate, Nate Frazier with a five-star interview, uh, you with a one-star outro for him. Uh, well, one-star, <laughs> I, listen, you're you, Mountain Jake, I'm one-star Jake. I'll you, you, you. Were, you were open about the fact, though, that transitions, not necessarily your, your forte. I get it. And that was a tough one, man. That was, you know, because we were, we were trying to figure out how to kind of take him out easy, you know, be respectful of his time. I'm, you know, that, that how gracious of the kid to yeah, do that 100%. with us, man. You know, we we made him sit around for four or five minutes too before we got the thing rolling. We um, didn't. You, you did. You did. did. Well, you moved blouses in order to uh, find a suitable camera angle. Uh, but now, you know, he was really gracious with his time, man, and he did not have to be. Um, you know, he's had family, friends, uh, everybody coming out to support him. And um, was just nothing but gracious with his time. So, uh, Nate, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, buddy, if you see this, thank you again for coming yeah. on with us. Um, I, I was really impressed and kind of blown away with some of the things he said. Really just his approach overall. His demeanor was really cool. Um, you know, I mentioned that quote that he, he gave to Chad about uh, working his ass off. And, you know, I kind of got that sense in, in talking to him, you know, uh, when asking him, you know, what do you like to do outside of football you couldn't really come up with anything. You know, he said, that's just kind of what I do. That's what I think about. It's who I am. And, um, you know, I think that that's probably something that plays really well for a guy like Kirby Smart or Del McGee, who, 
quite frankly, you know, they build their lives around that as well in, in a major, major way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, listen, I, I'm a big fan of him. I, I, I talked about this at the beginning of the show, but I was a big fan of him as a player, obviously. I, that was, that was it. But, you know, sometimes you meet these, you meet these kids and Roos, we've, we've met so many of them. And at this point in their lives, whether it's because they're talking to a couple of white dudes that are 20 years older than them, or whether they're talking to people that look weird or, Hey, who's this short fat guy trying to interview me? I don't know. one way or the other they're not gregarious they're not affable they're not really some are weird some are just weird some are just awkward cats you know um i didn't get that from nate i I got that nate may have been a little bit nervous and he said that on the live stream with josh newberg Mm -hmm. shout out to josh by the way who played a massive role in helping us be able to get him on the show josh has been wonderful to us uh, played a helped us get justin williams on um you know so he, he has done a lot to help us out here but, uh, you know, I thought it was so real of him to say at the beginning of that stream uh, with, with Josh Newberg, man, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of nervous right now. And you can kind of hear, feel the air in his chest, you know, like he was kind of talking through some breathing. Um, but uh, he did a really good job, you know, obviously committing to Georgia. Once again, the hat don't fit. Um, you know, Johnny Cochran style, the hat don't fit. You must have quit. Um, uh, you know, they put the hat on. You know, these guys have the big hair and they put it on. He's just kind of resting up there on the top like my – like my kids' youth hat set on top of my head. Um, but uh, Georgia got a really big-time player, and, and and I'm a bigger fan of him after having talked to him because not necessarily from the saying all the right things, but just kind of, you know, I feel like there is a direct correlation between how you feel about a school and how you perform and what kind of career you have there. Um, you know, if you are all in – if you are, you know, he, he talked, you know, in that interview with us about wanting to go do something different. I thought that was some unique insight and, uh, and, and almost some confirming, you know, stuff that we've talked about with, with our board and, and stuff we've talked about on the show about, you know, getting out, doing your own thing. These kids are a little bit more mature in some ways than, than we were coming up. They've seen more of the world. They've got more intrigue and interest into it. I mean, I, I wanted to get away. I, I didn't get away too far, but I did want to get away. Um, but, you know, for him to come across the country and do that to me says a lot about kind of, um, I don't want to say bravery, but, but you know, maturity and, um, and maybe some, you know, his, his aspirations and his goals, you know, to kind of say, hey, listen, I'll, I'll go 2,000 miles to, to figure this thing out. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's that sense of like do what's best for me, right? And I mean, you know, he's be, he's been able to look at Georgia and see some pretty good examples of guys coming all the way across the country and and being able to live their dreams. Uh, you know, Rock Bowers, chief among them, Kendall Milton in the same uh, running back room. Don't know that they'll get to spend much time together in the running back room. Uh, I would guess not, uh, given how Georgia's taking running backs in this class. Probably indicate Milton's moving on, but. You know, he's had a chance to see some of these guys, Ernest Green from out there on the West Coast as well. Um, he's had a chance to see some guys make it, uh, you know, that make that trek and kind of realize, you know, what they wanted to do uh, and, and do it on this stage. And I, I did, yeah, like you said, to me, there's a correlation between how you behave, how you act and, um, uh, you know, because of your love for the school and, um you know, I, I was, I got to tell you, man, I, I thought it was so impressive that Georgia was able to get him without ever having had the OV. I believe that was the case for KJ Bolden and FSU, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I believe so. Never will be there, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. I mean, that's, that's 
I can't remember a lot of instances of that happening. In, yeah, uh, and KJ's is even a little odder because KJ last visited Florida State in April. Yeah, um, you know, at least this, you know, at least this situation where Nate Frazier, um, he kind of he swung through Georgia on his you know official visit tour, basically. Like he yeah. he went to Oregon on an OV, he went to Alabama on an OV, he went to Georgia on an unofficial official on an unofficial visit for the weekend. And uh, kind of saved it. He'll be in Athens on September to, uh, the weekend of September the sixteenth when Georgia takes on South Carolina, and I'm sure Georgia's going to hope that Aiden Breland can kind of slide into town as well. I don't think Georgia's not still in it for Brandon Baker. I mean, Georgia's full on the office line. They're not going to take seven, um, but but you know who also goes to the same school. Uh, I don't think they're going to lose many ball games um, with with the talent yeah. they have, and they've got a yeah. big time. I believe a running back waiting right behind him um, to. Yeah, yes, to, to come do it too. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, he he swung through in in June. I believe he was. The funny thing was to me when I started looking back, Georgia offered this kid on May first. Yeah, this is another Joseph Jonah Janye type deal where I think Oregon kind of put in some work. I mean, I, I, it's more Justin Williams in that regard, but Oregon had put in a lot of work here. Georgia kind of came in and offered him May first, and here you are looking. Uh, what roughly 70 days later and they got a commitment from him pretty crazy yeah and i you know i put uh, an article up on dogs hq today um, talking about the idea of uh, you know del mcgee and him kind of coming back and answering some of those questions that people might have had from last year you know uh you, you miss on justice haynes and everybody's wringing their hands and saying oh gosh you can't get it done you finally flip roderick robinson in october but that was a long wait for a, a running back. And a lot of people kind of, you know, there were some doubters out there. I think uh, you come back with a trio like this, this is going to rival, pick any two of the three, and it's going to rival any duo anybody else is going to have this year, in my opinion. You got three tremendous backs in this class. Uh, Nate Frazier, uh, man, just excited to watch his career, to be honest with you. I, I think that you know, based on, you know, said he wants to go into sports com. He wants to, uh, I, I think he's a guy based on what we saw yesterday uh, or for, in that interview, I guess I should say. Um, I think he, he's a guy that will probably be seeing in front of cameras very frequently during his time in Athens. I think that he's a guy that they will feel comfortable marching out there because he's pretty polished as it is. And if he's able to get into a program like sports com and kind of develop from there, Scott, Scott. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're muted. It's a bad idea. Grandpa got a computer again. Grandpa's back on the internet, guys. He is. He is. Uh, this guy's going to be the next Claude Felton. There you I'm go. Him right now. I'm calling him right now. This guy's going to be the next Claude Felton. Walking yeah. around with his hokas and his uh, <laughs> and his uh, dress slacks, you know. Is Claude wearing uh, hokas these days? Uh, he was, he's wearing some kind of really uh, – or some, some uh, expensive-looking um, good walking shoes the other day. I can't. They they might not have been hokas, but they they look nice. Might have been on clouds. 
uh, on three or whatever, not on three. What if, what if he, would, what if he I, I, I hope whenever, and I hope he never retires, but I hope the, like the last season he retires. He's going to have to. At some point, you would yeah. think. Uh, it wouldn't it be sick though if he was just like walking around in like a Gucci belt and like yeah. you know like just I mean just like had like mega drip his last year yeah <laughs> just had like some Fendi sunglasses or something yeah. you know, some, brought on some coach gear or something got a got an ear hoop you know yeah, yeah. I love I love Pierce Deer Claude Belton so bad dude <laughs> got, got a neck tat. Uh, nah, man, Claude's the best. We love, can, him. We can, love wait, him. Palmer, can you pull us up a picture of Claude here so people, if, if you don't know who we're talking about, I, I, want, I want people to, if you're not familiar with Claude, I feel like he gets talked about a lot, and I would really love to get Claude Felton on Bark After Dark one day. I know oh, that would be great. I know he will not do it as long as he is on staff up there. I would be shocked if he would ever do that. Oh, man, uh, that would Claude, be. open invite, brother. We, we are, yes. Absolutely, my man. You want, you want you want a dangly cross earring on that guy, like like, like Barry Bonds? You swear? Absolutely, man. No question about it. You want that? I'm about to start wheezing, laughing. Oh man, he's the best though. He's one of the best dudes. So I, funny story about Claude is Seth Emerson, I believe, was telling me this that uh, he uh, he had gone to the Kroger uh, up at the Beachwood Shopping Center, the Kroger in Beachwood. And I don't know if you've ever been to the Kroger in Beachwood in Athens, but uh, um, it's Black Friday basically every day. Like it's, already it, broken. I mean, it is never it is never not busy unless you go like super early in the morning. Um, I know our man Jordan Hill over at Dogs 24-7 likes to go knock out the grocery shopping before 7 a.m. if he can um, over there. But uh, he said, Seth told me he ran into Claude and he just kind of walked up to him and um, just, you know, Claude didn't see him and he kind of snuck up on him and he was like, uh, hey, uh, when do we talk to, when do we talk to, might have been when Rick was there, like, when do we talk to coach again? And Claude, well, I, you know, just kind of spun around and all in one motion was like, well, I don't know. It, it was, it was just like, oh, it was, it was, of course, dude. Programmed into him, you know, like he's, he's the Claude bot. I mean, it's, he's such a machine when it comes to yeah. getting work done. Um, but yeah, he, he just oh, had to come on bark after dark, man. We want you. Yeah. We, we won't, do. we won't even ask hard hitting questions. We won't, well, we'll, we, we'll give you, we'll, we'll give you softballs. We'll pre-write and you can send them over and review them. What would be great is if we could get Claude on and then we could bring Dean on and then we could bring Brandon Adams on and then we could bring Seth on and, and Mark Weiser and just bring everybody on to kind of, you know, to have their moment with Claude, uh, this sounds like a good retirement party, a good virtual retirement party for Claude. So yeah. uh, we're, we're just hatching ideas. We're ideas, guys. We always have been, always will be. That's how this whole thing came about. Uh, but uh, uh, we do love Claude Felton and uh, Nate Frazier. Um, listen, you could do a lot worse than that cat right there. That's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. You know, you could be, you could be, you know, you could be Mike Mobley. You know, it's a lot worse. Than <laughs> 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 clearly not we love mike mobley too jigs is our dude too so we love all those guys up at georgia uh roos let's do a little uh let's do a little jake on jake you ready for some jake on jake let's do it man you want to lead it this week or uh you go first i'm deciding between two questions genuinely right, like right. it's not one of those normal times where i don't have a question i'm trying to dream one up i'm trying to figure out which one i'm going to ask because i really want to ask you a question so i can talk about me Okay. <laughs> all right. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, little Toby Keith. I uh, want to talk about me. All right. Uh, so, all right. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a, uh, 
um, a, a legal slash morality question because before we recorded this, I got a phone call. So I'm currently engaged in some litigation. Uh, I, Man, I my heart skipped a beat when you said currently <laughs> engaged. I was like, well, how did I miss this? <laughs> no, my uh, I so I bought a house uh, a couple months back um, and uh, got it all closed out. Except for I was supposed to inherit some security deposits because uh, I was renting the place before. I wasn't paid my security. I didn't, so I got most of the money back, but I was light one security deposit, right? So I have uh, tried to contact the person who owed me this money. I went through all the legal steps in order to contact them no, no, to no avail. So I took legal action. Uh, I was able to do everything on my own. Didn't require, require a lawyer. I uh, learned a lot about the legal system in doing it. And uh, so everything's been filed. Everything's set in motion. I've been awarded a judgment even. Um, I've since been contacted by this person. And they have wanted to now, now they want to negotiate. Now they want to talk about it. Now that everything has been in process, everything's been served, all the uh, paperwork is in place. So my question to you, Jake, from a morality standpoint, legal standpoint, if you want, do I work with this person now? Or because they rebuffed me for so long, do I just move forward as is? The way I see it, Roos, is if... If you show weakness here, people are just going to walk over you for the rest of your life. I think you need to have this man offed. Um, you know, like there's there's Craigslist has a good selection of hitmen. Jake Roos does not endorse any of this. If it comes up in potential litigation. I don't even know who it is. So um, I can't be charged with anything. I, clearly, I don't advocate for murdering of another human being. Uh, no no hitman conspiracies like the one for the all, former Auburn long snapper and his wife down in the Bahamas. Uh, you know, hopefully we don't have to deal with any of that. Um, by the way, there was somebody on our board that I deleted one of their posts or I deleted the thread or something about that, man. They got so mad about not being able to talk about that hitman controversy on our board. Like, dude, calm down. Okay. It's, it's okay. We're, I'm not going to sit there and play around with, with, uh, you know, a thread like that where folks are getting off the rails. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be a good idea. Where does this person live? Uh, locally. You live in your town? Locally. Yeah, you know, if there's somebody in town, I think it's always good to keep the lines of communication open and, you know, just kind of maybe casually remind them that you have a judgment and you have the law on your side here, and um, but that you're willing to dialogue. And uh, uh, because, you know, this, that's your neighbor, man. I sure, I mean, that y'all share a town. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's never... It's never a bad idea to get along with the people you're around, dude. I had, listen, when we lived in our old house, we had one of the worst, uh, we lived in Barrow County. We had one of the worst neighbor situations you could possibly ask for. But it is as big of a headache as it was, we like, I think the one, one of the best moves I've ever made in my life was always keeping a good relationship with those folks because um, we never, you know, if we asked them something nicely, if we asked them to do something, they would do it. Uh, and it really wasn't with the owners of the house. It was more with their kids who were just absolute damn hellions um, <laughs> all hours of the night. Uh, but yeah, so I uh, want to ask you. All right. So I know you're a man that loves music. We've talked about prime country. We've actually, I mean, uh, one of the happiest days of my life was when somebody brought our hot prime country discussion to the board. 
Um, I feel like this thing might be taking off and it might be our way to stardom is to, to show off our knowledge of, of prime country music. And that may be how you and I reach the top. Did you is, see, did you see, I hate to interrupt you. Did you see the guy who posted about McBride and the ride having done Amarillo? Scott yes, I did. Yeah. I did not know that. Did you? I didn't know that either. No, but I did look it up. And I did too. It was good. Yeah. And I've always loved the lyrics to Amarillo Scott. Me too. I mean, Me too. Like I, I'm not, a, I mean, I never just, I've never disliked him, but I've never been like, oh, Jason Aldean, he's awesome. I think he's got a cool country story because he like literally did it three times. Like he got, yeah. he, he hit, he went away, he hit, he went away, and then he hit again and he stayed. Um, but I do love the lyrics to that song. Um, and, and I'd listen to it as well. And I liked it. It's pretty solid. I mean, I think it's one of those songs that could probably be covered by a lot of people and, and they could probably do a good job with it as long as they identify with it a little bit and it's not completely fake. Uh, but I know you're a music guy, so I wanted to ask you, um, and you know this for me, you know what's going on with me because I've just been texting you about this nonstop, but who's, what's your thing now? Like, what's your, what's your, uh, what are you going to these days? What are you locking in on? What am I listening to? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's an interesting question. Um, I've been, I've been trying to listen to, I've been trying to vary things up a lot. That's really been the key uh, for me. Cause I feel like I kind of get into a rut sometimes, man, you know, as much as I love uh, smashing pumpkins and Alice in Chains and Nirvana, man, I've listened to that stuff a million times. And, and so I'm trying, I'm really trying to force myself to get out there. And the way that I find myself doing that is I make the Spotify chant, uh, like a Spotify radio. Yeah. And I hear a song I like, and then I go to a Spotify radio for that artist. And then I kind of whittle down from there. Um, so it's been some weird stuff lately, man, for that reason. Um, uh, I've gotten into some uh, – uh, one of the bands I've really been digging on is called Good Luck Thrift Store Outfit. Uh, it's kind of a bluegrassy kind of thing. Uh, I'm really digging a lot of bluegrass lately. Um, David Childers is another guy I've been listening to. I don't think he's related to Tyler Childers, but – um, he's a, a tremendous, tremendous songwriter. Um, there's a lot of, there is a lot of Tyler Childers and Sturgill Simpson, um, Iris Dement lately as well. Um, it's a lot of, a lot of like kind of pseudo bluegrass stuff. I've been really getting into, um, a lot of melodies, a lot of harmonies, a lot of, um, you know, people playing mandolin and steel guitar and that kind of thing. So I, 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 that's just kind of what I've been vibing with lately, man. It's it's good warm weather music too. It makes me happy, makes my toe tap. So a uh, little bit of bluegrass this uh this summer for Jay Cruz for sure. How about you, buddy? Well, obviously you know why I asked that question. <laughs> I do. I, I cannot talk enough about Zach Bryan right now. Like I just came off like a little bit of a hip hop deal. Um, where, um, and when I say deal, I mean I, I don't have a nobody offered me a record deal or anything like that to rap. Um I'm, I'm I'm good, but not that good. Uh, but no, I mean, I, so I just came off of like probably a couple weeks, you know, listening to a lot of hip hop and I'm talking about like anything from back when I was in college, which was a pretty awful time for it, to be honest. No with way, dude. Like, I totally disagree. Well, okay. Here's the deal. You got it. You went, you started college later than I did. You got I out did. of college, like right around the same time I did that, that around 2009 stuff, that 2009 pop hip hop. You know, like uh, Flo Rida and all that stuff. It's terrible, but I I listen to it a lot with my kids. I, was, I thought you were referencing like that early 2000s, like Lil John and like, you know, that kind of stuff. Even that, me, not, it's entertaining, but it's not good. 
you know? Yeah, sure. But it's like, it's party music. It does, yeah, it, it yeah. accomplishes the purpose of what it was designed for. Yeah. So, but I listened to a lot, of, I had been listening to a lot of like that, that, you know, radio style hip hop with my kids in the car. And like, it's fun because they just geek out over it. They just go bananas. And like, you know, they'll start like, you know, doing the, like, I don't know how they learned how to do the robot, but they were doing the robot. <laughs> stuff, you know, to, in the back, like I look back, look in the mirror, my daughter's about there going like, you know, to, they're on that damn know, TikTok is what it is. Yeah, I, I guess. I hope not. Um, I watch a little bit of TikTok with them, but I kind of screen what they see. Uh, but obviously, um, you know, like I was uh, a couple, two or three days ago, I was like, man, I need something new. And, and, you know, I'd been hearing about Zach Bryan. I believe, uh, I believe, uh, our man, Eddie Radosevich brought Zach Bryan up on our podcast. And I was like, Eddie doesn't strike me as, cause I, I hear the name Zach Bryan and I think, you know, like Zach Brown, Luke Bryan, you know, yeah, like I yeah, think, you know, sure. that's, he doesn't sound like, you know, uh, Sturgill Simpson or, right, right. you know, this guy sounds yeah. like a, you know, like a broker. Manufactured, guy. manufactured. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, this guy sounds like Jake Owen or something like right. that, you know, right. and, um, you know, listen for all the one hitters and some of the songs that they've got like barefoot blue jean night that Jake Owen does that I, I like, I mean, it's just like a short little, like you said, kind of a, toe tapper get stuck in your head type song um you know there's some of that i like but for the most part i despise bro country music um and uh palmer does not like zach Bryan. talking to him about it a while ago he said he's not a big fan of sad boy country um and i understand that but man i i, I saw some clips of him on tiktok where he's doing an interview with joe rogan and um I really pick and choose what I listen to for Joe Rogan because in three hours, was, which I, I got to say, I saw a little bit of that too. I thought that was really interesting because yeah, that was not a guy I would have ever, not because he's not talented. I just, I wouldn't have thought of him being on Joe Rogan. Yeah. With you. I, I thought he was a little more under the radar than that. I guess I yeah. was way off. Well, uh, you know why he, he got dishonorable. I'm sorry. He got honorably discharged from the Navy the same way Elvis got honorably discharged from the Navy or the military to do music like him huh. and Elvis wow. first ones ever. Wow. Like the only two guys like ever to do that. Um, you know, I think this video started leaking out the ones that he was kind of making on the side. And I think the Navy, uh, somebody could correct me on this. And, and I, I sound like Joe Rogan when I say that, cause he's always saying shit like that, but you know, it's he, I think the Navy was basically like, dude, you're so good at music. And you know, you, we're not going to just like keep pushing you through this, like go do this, you know? Um, and, and he was in it. Like his parents were both military folks. His mom passed away not too long ago. It's a really interesting interview. If you want to listen to it, it, it doesn't delve into some of the sensitive social issues that we deal with as much. I thought he came across as like one of the most relatable, humble people I've ever met. And that was before I even got into listening to his music. Um, so then I just dove headfirst into his music. Um, you know, did a lot of riding over the weekend and uh, just listened to it nonstop. Can't stop. Some of the best stuff I've ever listened to. It's incredible. He's a 27-year-old uh, lyricist that you just don't normally see at 27 years old. Most guys who write like he does have, have lived some more hurt and, uh, and lived a lot more life just in general than he has. It's incredible. 
Um, so I would encourage you to go check him out. I think he's got a new album coming in August at some point too, but, uh, and I'm excited about it, but, um, you know, I, I've been trying to listen like you do, like try to branch out a little bit, listen to some new stuff because there's only so many times I can listen to right above it. And, uh, yeah. you know, and, and, sure. you know, well, no, there's not. I can listen. I'll listen. To that. <laughs> like I'm going to listen to it as soon as we're done. Here. Uh, Palmer, Palmer will tell you on our way into games when we go cover a Georgia game. I'm like, hey, get that right above it. Crank it up real quick. Hey, did you finish? Did you finish Gemstones yet? Um, yes, I did. Oh, okay. Started so I'm, I don't want to give any spoilers. I'm not going to give any spoilers in terms of the show. But I, you want to talk about hooked on a, a song? That Sturgill. That Sturgill song, oh my god, dude! All, all, I, the, all the golden California, all the golden California, dude. Yeah. I played it. I, yeah, I, I, I was singing it for a few days too. On repeat, man. I play it like three times a day at least, man. Yeah, it's, it's such so a good song, man. I want him song. to do. A, I want him to do a whole album in that style, man. That the the choir uh, said yeah. really good for him. Yeah, they, he was funny too. He did a really good job. Yeah, he yeah. did a really good job in that show, and. It was uh, the way they ended it made me feel like it's over. It's been renewed for a fourth season. Oh, is it? Yeah, they got already oh, got picked okay. up. God, where are they gonna go? Um, but man, <laughs> man, Keith, Judy Gemstone, Baby Billy, Bob, the bonkers, Baby Billy Bible Bonkers, <laughs> Bonker Boys. <laughs> what we need to do? <laughs> we need to do like they do on, uh, you know, the, the Ringer has the Prestige TV podcast. Yeah. We need to do we need to do um, righteous gemstones. We need to say, listen, listen, guys, we're your guys for righteous gemstones. Okay, like I can I can watch every episode six times. Yeah. Um, there there's so much good and so much funny from the season, but I don't think I laughed any harder than this past time when Baby Billy came up to do his final pitch. I won't say what it's about, and Danny McBride just goes, he said, just this, this motherfucker. <laughs> i i like i was watching it on the couch for my wife and i had like rolled off the couch onto my knees and like buried my face in in the in the like in the couch just crying laughing it's just it's so good if you don't take things too seriously um but it's a great show all right we've uh we've outlived our welcome here i was we were hoping for like a 40 minute show we've ended up at 50 minutes this is how we do and we haven't talked about sports in 20 minutes yeah. so uh, <laughs> this is, maybe maybe it's a good thing maybe it's a bad uh bad one but uh we'll be back next monday um with plans of being live and with plans of a live guest um it's just uh we got a few lines in the water we'll see if anybody bites yeah, totally, man. maybe a prospect um it may be kirby smart um, it may be Joe Biden. We don't know. Uh, we, we may have Palmer Thomas. We may have, we may have uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, we may, you know, we may have Beyonce. Could have Beyonce on. I've been, you know, we've been talking to her people. So, uh, all right, guys, y'all take care. We'll see you next Monday. The Georgia show, I almost called it Mark After Dark. The Georgia show, Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. It will be myself and Palmer Toms. Uh, on that one with West Blank and shit. So y'all tune into that too. See ya. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.